is up, you guys? We are back. Hello. Estamos de regreso. We en are back. En episodio más. Yes, and this is just the two of us for today. I yes. know you guys kind of got used to having guests, but today it is back to the OG. OG. OGs, actually. OGs. OGs. <laughs> um, today we are so beyond excited to be announcing that we have our first like company sponsorship, right? Absolutely. We're new to this, yes. so like I, for me, I don't know, but... Cuando alguien me da algo, quiero llorar, wey. Oh, she was acting like a little girl this morning. She's like, oh my God. I was literally We opened something. So, oh my God. Literally. Es que es como la Navidad que me dan regalos. So today's episode, uh, we're going to dedicate it to uh, a local local company, actually, here yeah. based in Sonoma yep, County. Yep, yep. We are so excited. It is mm -hmm. Guayaki. Um, yerba mate. Uh, yerba mate is so If you know me, mm -hmm. you know how much I love Yerba Mate and how prevalent it is to Sonoma County. Yep. And now is. nationwide. They're really like yeah, statewide and nationwide. Mm -hmm. They are like the natural fucking million times better than Red Bull energy drink. Like mm -hmm. they are all mm -hmm. natural fucking. I love them so much. And I'm one of these people that's like, okay, I want to be a farmer one day. Of course, I'm going to choose the more natural option always. Um, and if you know me, you know how much I love, just absolutely love shotgunning yerba mates. She loves shotgunning really anything. <laughs> But since I can't drink alcohol at work, I would shotgun yerba mates. And if anybody from my old job follows me or is seeing this, they will attest to it. Like, yeah, this bitch would fucking really <laughs> middle of a pandemic, go to the back and just fucking zh, 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 with my fucking keys. Like, yeah, done. So, uh, yeah, we got we got a package from Guayaki and we are so beyond grateful. Uh, shout out to Maria. She has been such an amazing supporter to the yes, podcast. We love course. you um, and really a supporter in a lot of aspects, you know, in my family too. Um, supporting my mom's little pie business that she's got going on. So thank you. Um, and here we're just all about promoting like small businesses. We're all yeah. trying to make it, you know, we're all trying to do our thing the best that we can. Hell yeah. So stay tuned because throughout the episode we'll be like revealing time and then we'll definitely be like, okay, so this is time to reveal, um, yeah. you know, something that they gave us. So thank you so much. We really appreciate, yes. you know, them giving us all of these little cool items. So yes. to start off, I say we do a toast. So check out these here we cute have mugs. a cute little mug uh, that they sent to us. It says come to life atrás. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, I'm dead. Like this is killed me. I'm obsessed with vasos para llevar, right? Pero estos vasos, they are so, so, they're like so sturdy. Oh my God. I fucking love it. I'm yeah. So and for the ones that are just listening to us, they gave us this cool looking mug, mug uh -huh. that it's like a travel mug. And I personally yes. own like about two set of these. Yes. So I absolutely love them. And I love the fact that it's like they hit the nail in the head. It's like a it's, mug. Yeah. It's a mug. And then it has like the, the tapaderita so you can take it to go. To go. So. And it keeps your stuff cold or warm. It so makes you feel nice. like you're enjoying your tecito calientito mm -hmm. like outside of your house, but you're on the road yep, right yep and a lot of the times i love i love just the feeling of tomándome mi café yep with my mug right tomándome mi cafecito with my mug and honestly here we are Fucking so this awesome. 
is a yerba mate mimosa. Mm-hmm. Mimosa. So we actually did a little bit of an invention this morning. Um, shout out to Claudia and Adrian. They gifted me a like sparkling wine slash mm-hmm. champagne mm-hmm. bottle. It was so good. We had it for breakfast this morning. Oh, yes, and we had some yerba mate. So we decided to mix whatever was left of it with a yerba mate. So, yeah. yep. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. That is fucking fire. Mm. That is so good. Mm-hmm. You guys, OJ, OJ is overrated. OJ is overrated. If you, well, honestly, you can make a mimosa out of a lot yeah. of things. You want to start your day? Try mixing one of these with champagne. That's really good. Energy, upper and a downer. Yeah. You know how. <laughs> Stop playing with me. Start, start your day right. and Start even. your day fucking right. Exactly. Awesome, awesome. So, para el reporte político de pendejos, we don't really have um, anything that's like too major out there. We already have a new president. We already, you know, we know um, who's in office. The only thing that I would say, le hablé por FaceTime a Joe. I don't know if you guys have heard the new Snapchat filter where you can FaceTime Joe. Le hablé y le dije, Joe. Queremos la reforma migratoria. Eso, eh, sí, le pedí eso, pero ya están trabajando en eso. Pero le dije, Joe. Uh, real quick, honey, um, the gas prices, they're going a little too high for me. She wants to buy so, a truck, so... What the fuck is going on? Like, right now, you guys, I don't know if you guys have seen it in your gas prices, but I've been pumping. Usually, I have a Honda Accord. I have a Honda Accord. It's a four-cylinder, not a V4. <laughs> okay, I'm learning. Sorry. So, it's a four-cylinder, not a V4. Not a V4. Okay. He just said that. <laughs> it's a four cylinder and I usually pump $45, $47, 50 mm-hmm. you know, and I fill the tank with 45 bucks. Tell me why I've been filling my tank with $60. Yeah. $60 yeah. fucking dollars. My tank. Dije, puta madre, si no Imagínate teniendo, pues yo manejo un Audi mm-hmm. y esa madre, pues no lo puedes poner nomás eh, the cheap um, gas, you know, like you actually have ah. to. Y se sienta de la barata. Ajá. Pues imagínate de la premium. Che, madre. Le, me duele el codo, no manches. La neta, la neta <laughs> see, you're rethinking like, fuck, I should have bought a burra. Yeah, right. Las burras no respingan tanto. I quería fancy car. Mm, here you go. That doesn't just come with the cost. Yo feliz con mi Mazda. En Texas lo llenaba con 20 dólares y aquí con 40. I fucking love that car. I miss your Mazda. I miss my Mazda. I miss the stick shift. Yeah, I yeah. just, ugh. I, I think if I, I think when I get my truck, I'm going to get a little, a little Civic. A little stick shift one. Yeah, they're Baratito. fun. I mean, you think yeah. a Jeep. Yeah, yeah. It's manual transmission, but it, do, it doesn't give me the speed that I crave. I'm a speed racer. She really is. She really <laughs> fucking is. I smash That's everywhere I go. Christian. That's why her and Christian are like Actually, perfect for Christian, each other. Christian is much more of like a racer, but he's not a smasher. Yeah. He's much like he'll like he'll cruise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all, I, I fucking determine how fast I can get there. And like fucking just get, you know, like get not crazy. Okay, let me clarify. Not like super crazy where, you know, you're about to cause an accident. But I definitely push my limits. Like sometimes if I'm like stuck and I'm on my way to work and even though I'm maybe not running late, I'm like, okay, no cops. And I know that there's possibly not a cop and I can I see that there's a gap up front. I fucking go in the carpool smash 
merch. <laughs> I am so diligent with fucking watching out for cops all me the too. time. All the time. I'm like, my policías atrás de mí. No. Chinga su madre. Chinga su madre. Bueno, there's no Yui. No hay policías. Chinga su madre. Vámonos. Vámonos. <laughs> um, this is all hypothetically speaking, just in the future when I become yeah. an attorney or anything like that. You know, hypothetically speaking, that's what I'm thinking in my brain, but I'm not actually admitting to any crimes or anything like that. Right? So, to all my this fucking... This is just for entertainment. To all my fucking Karens that if you're watching ever... Oh my God. No. Reportenla. Reportenme. Reporten hijos de su pinche madre para, vean cómo, para que vean cómo les va. Y para la farándula, pues sabrá madre, sabrá Dios qué anda pasando ya. Que supuestamente mm. la J-Lo, she had called off the wedding. Ah, I don't sí. know, that may be old news. Sí. I just found that out and I'm just we've like, kind what? of You guys, to be honest with you guys, we've kind of been like, fuck farándula when we're going through our yeah, shit. You know, like, we're just fuck like, that. like, who we cares? Need, we like, don't want to give that time and energy. Exactly. Yeah, we have too much energy to invest into our fucking problems. Last week. Yeah. Well, so today's Saturday. We're filming today. We were supposed to film on Thursday. I called Michelle, <laughs> pre-mental breakdown, got to Michelle's house. I was like, can I come over? Mental breakdown. And we could t- kind of touch on that a little bit, but our subject for today is going to be, I say it kind of laughing because I go through these phases. Michelle, really, you really helped me through that moment. You know, Good. it was, I'm, I was I'm glad. Really, I really struggling uh, with what I was going through and I can kind of touch on it a little bit. Um, but that's why we're filming on a Saturday and not on Thursday. And we're not dropping on Friday because ya pasó. But uh, we appreciate appreciate you guys for staying tuned. Yeah, staying thank and you so up much. to date with yeah. us because we fucking love you guys. And mm-hmm. we love being here. It's very therapeutic for me. I'm going to be yeah. honest with you. This, doing this, accomplishing this podcast is very therapeutic for me. Mm-hmm. And maybe, yeah, maybe I need to seek help in terms of getting a therapist or something like that. Pero... I think that I'm going through, I'm doing what I can with what I have. And this is what I have. And every now and then you just need a break and yes, um, maybe you don't have the best day. So yes. um, yeah. this is why we're here, but yeah. we know you guys are patient. You guys are lenient and we love you guys. So yes. we're not necessarily not, you know, doing it. We're not going to skip this episode we still want to get it done but we're here for you guys but ultimately i it's very very important that we're also here for each other and where that we're understanding so yeah that's also a priority but so today's episode michelle i we we talked about it like what i was like michelle what do you want to talk about you know like let's let's kind of you know we're brainstorm we've we've been going through this domino effect right this Mm -hmm. really amazing domino effect of just talking about shit that a lot of that we're going through that people can connect with Mm -hmm. and what did you, what did you, I brought up parents and you agreed. So what do you think? Uh, Porque yo pienso que parenting is such a huge thing in, in, in the Latino community. And I feel like we see all these crazy memes, que tu mamá, que el, el domingo se despierta y que no, que quiere, you want to sleep in like white, you know, you they do the comparison between the fight, white folks, no offense, I love you guys, but the los comparison, gringos. Los, I, los know, gringos. Es que when you say white people, you, they, I feel like, when you say uh, white people, I just feel like you're like, you're talking shit, but you're not like white people. I'm not. You, I'm just, I know, you know the Mexicans, you know, los gringos. Just, yeah, los, 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 los gringos, los de piel clarita, este, los güeritos, los güeritos. Eh, sometimes, you know, like they used to, oh, you're sleeping for the weekend, no worries, you went to school. Ni madres que eso hubiera pasado en nuestras familias, Ni you know, and, or madres. in the Latin community. No, it's, it's. 
Um, it's seven in the morning. You're getting up because tenemos sí. que barrer, que trapear, tienes que limpiar tu cuarto, tienes que lavar tu ropa, tienes que hacer esto. You know, you had a bunch of chores, you know. And we kind of touched bases. I, I can't remember if it was last episode. Um, I think it was where yeah, we talked about structure. like yeah. structure. And then we talked about like, you know, um, how men have different responsibilities and how sometimes some men have a different, you know, different chores list than the women you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it's kind of different but ultimately at the end of the day it comes down to the parenting styles exactly and we were talking about yeah. like how parents are completely entirely different um you know with us our generation and even the new generations that are now our you know our friends our relatives are having baby because our age group were in that gap you know between like yeah, yeah. adolescence and like actually mature adult but it's the time where they're actually having babies and what kind of parents they're going to be you know and i'm actually excited to see what kind of parenting styles they're going to adopt you guys because we were raised so strict yeah and the, what's fucking fascinating to me i'm just thinking about it like bro we're not gonna be our parents bro yeah we're gonna be we're really different mm-hmm We're going to be different. And I'm at a point in my life where it's like, I don't want to change my parents. Fuck that. You can't change people. You can't. I'm 24 years old and I've realized I can't change anybody. I got to respect and love everybody. And if people don't reciprocate that energy, it's on me to either allow that energy to continue in my life or remove it or, you know, work with what I kind of have, you know, yeah. but my parents like right now, recently, I'll give a little backstory, but I want to talk about kind of like that growth check that I've had with my parents recently. Yeah. And um, the well, difficulties... Give us, maybe give us maybe in about like one... Take one minute to explain like your back story with your, with your parents. One minute, go. My parents are Catholic. They're preachers or religious. My dad was lost in his 20s. Then he found himself, found God. Um, empezó a predicar. Este, you know, very conservative very religious we were raised strict raised like that a lot of people can connect with that and resonate with that um growing up i kind of always obeyed my parents always 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 siempre era media rebelde pero not to a certain ex a very bad extreme not to a crazy extent um yeah. i went to college i did my thing i moved back home with my parents because i miss them and i love them and i love my family uh moved back home Uh, pandemic hits. I have to be home. It gets really toxic. Um, they're like, I wasn't good enough. They, they expected me. They expected a lot more of me. They wanted me. I feel like they were like, first of all, their treatment between men and women was different. That bothered me. That created a toxic energy for me. I wasn't healthy mentally at that point. Yeah. I got out. We went to Mexico. I got rejected from law school. We came back. That traumatized me pretty much caused me PTSD because I was like, what am I going to do with my life? Uh, right. Then I came back, uh, didn't know what the fuck I was going to do with my life. And then I decided to move out. And that was nine months ago. I moved mm -hmm. out. Uh, I moved out, moved in with my sister. And then here we are. And the relationship has been only getting better ever since I moved out. That's good. Like the first month, it was fucking hard for them because my dad didn't even know. My dad was like, what do you mean you left? What do you mean? I was, well, we got evacuated, bro. Fuck. That was like my way out. Yeah. Like we got when evacuated because of the fires. When the fires happened, we got evacuated. Bitch, I packed up 
everything I owned and I put it in my car. How sad is that, right? <laughs> you only have everything I own fits in your car. It's not sad. It's actually good because it, it says I don't have a lot of shit. Minimalist. Minimalist. <laughs> Pobre. <laughs> Minimalist. I'm a minimalist. JK, I'm fucking poor. <laughs> <laughs> no, pero in all seriousness, I actually, I wrote down, um, I wanted to break down a couple of things before we jumped into like more deep and personal because I feel like I want to break down the actual juice of it yeah. and then we can start to talk about and kind of go from there. I went to school for psychology. I don't have my degree yet. I didn't finish it because to me, school is not necessarily an importance we actually had this discussion we because did. i mean if you're going to be a doctor anyways we can talk about my belief in school in a different um different setting different we setting can talk about education. i love education i love learning yes but i love going to school but i don't think a degree is necessary sucks dick sometimes it really yeah. sucks dick because depending on where you're getting your education it, it fucking sucks yeah. and that was the mental breakdown that i had yeah. with you yeah and we can and talk uh, about that next time like next episode i think that's going to be a really good um really good loaded um podcast. my beliefs about yes. like education and all that stuff because i believe that Ooh. you need to go and get educated and you need yes. to go to college and stuff like that and get yourself investing yourself but so in my classes i took psychology and criminology right so um in part of psychology you have to learn about child development okay and in psychology and child development they work hand in hand um you know as you're learning things um you learn about the four parenting styles they of course they kind of intertwine between each other and i don't know if you know what the four parenting styles no, are so no, this is going to be news to you yes i love this so i love learning they're there are four different types of parenting styles in general. Okay. And you learn this in psychology. The first one is an authoritarian, which means authority, right? Mm -hmm. um, their beliefs is about obedience. It's about discipline, punishment, and they're very much strict. They follow everything to the T. Um, they follow the rules without exception. So there are no exceptions. This is what it is and this is what you must do. Um, and even when you decide to question it, you know, there is no valid reason given to you. Not that there isn't one. It's just given to you. It's not given. And oft you oftentimes they just say, because I say so. Like, that's it. Like, you okay this you don't get sounds nothing like my parents and they're not interested in negotiating because their focus is ob obedience like it's about discipline right and um i want to jump back i'm going to explain the four and then i'm going to jump back on the effects that that cre actually creates on children and adolescents and how it impacts you in adult life okay so the next one is kind of like where i want to be like my goal is um authoritative basically and for this parenting style is a little bit more creative um it's about the focus and a positive relationship between you and your child you enforce the rules however you put a lot of effort into creating and maintaining a positive relationship with your child you enforce rules and give consequences like okay listen if this doesn't get done this is what's going to happen. But you also take their feelings into consideration. Like, okay, like they want to take that risk. Okay, fine. These are the consequences, but this is what's going to happen. And you kind of still let them go through the process. Um, but you still fuck? enforce the rules, right? This is literally how this... Okay, so that is how I want to parent Me my too. kids. Me too. Exactly. That, that is like, literally how I want to do. Because that's how I wish I could have been parented. But it took me being parented in an authoritarian setting... To realize that I want to be parented like, I want to parent like that. Wow. Yeah. Authoritative. 
authoritative okay yeah. and then they validate their children's feelings while also making it clear that adults are ultimately in charge so i think that's key and they invest the time and energy and positive behavior to avoid behavioral issues so they don't necessarily not that they don't punishment punish you because of course they they do a pretty good job about like um what's going on oh me está pegando champagne Oh, le está pegando el champán. Es que para la cuarentena, no más. Para el pinche Lent. ¿Cómo se dice Cuaresma. Para la cuarentena. Esta... <laughs> no mamen. Esta culera nació en México. Creció en México. Hey, you know what? I've been, I've been here longer than I have in Mexico. Okay? <laughs> Chill out. I've been here my whole life. Damn, what the... is my excuse? Fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. We still love Anyways, you. Michelle. Yeah, she, was, you. she was going a little cuckoo with hey, her hair. You're still a Mexican. You're still a Mexican citizen. I am. Did I, I scratch you? You you did, but now there's a marking of you in my in my hand. <laughs> Anyways, so now the um the other parenting style. Yes. Oh, so basically they say they validate. We were talking about um authoritative and they validate their children's feelings while also making it clear that uh, adults are ultimately in charge and they invest time and energy in positive things because you know they um they believe in preventing bad behavior so they enforce the good behavior and when bad behavior is done that's when they may enforce the rules right um and then there's the third one which is permissive and all of us know a permissive parent that you're just kind of like cuenta, cuenta. oh no, cuenta que my es. god Cuéntanos que es. so permissive is they don't enforce the rules ah. basically they don't give a fuck okay um the kids will be kids uh, is uh. their excuse so they no, do whatever they, they're making they're out there making a fool out of themselves they're throwing tantrums they're doing whatever the fuck they want to pues do no tener que hacer nada, pues hueva, no? because kids are going to be kids they could talk back to you they could no. do whatever the fuck they want no but because they're so laid back and so permissive kids will be kids and they're going to be lenient so you basically no, set their that does not mean no. holy <laughs> shit she just fucking popped up her knife um you set the rules but you rarely enforce them which means like yeah don't do this and then they do it and then you just like eh, but you know what that is okay that parenting style probably stems from a lack of fucking discipline within the Parent, pero mi papá era así, güey. Y tu papá es lo opuesto pero, de mi papá. Pero tu papá era así. Mi papá es así. Pero tu papá, pero bueno, sí, en teoría, yeah, fuck, now that I think of it, sí, es así. My dad is es so permissive. Hippie. Es más hippie. My dad is just like, dude, Chido. she's just a kid. It's sí. fine. Like, dude, pero don't does your dad worry lack, about does it. Your dad lack, would you say he lacks discipline? Yeah. He's responsible. Well, he's responsible. He's Let me clarify. But he's permissive. But he's permissive. Like my dad would, I, I didn't have to beg my dad for anything. But there's something about, now that I think of it, there's something about your dad that it's like, okay, but it's más sangre, sangre liviana. My, por eso te digo, he's es permissive. Sangre, it doesn't mean that he doesn't care. It just means that he's just so laid back. And I lenient. think he's just letting life teach you. He doesn't have to teach you if life is going to teach you. Kind of I like, know, mamá, pero también cuando you are a bratty little kid and you don't have to beg for anything. Dad, I want this. Dad, I want that. Okay. 
Ok. Bendito okay. Dios que saliste bien, cabrona, porque no mames. Pues eso, por, por, porque Dios. mi mamá was more on the author oh, uh, good. Yeah, authoritarian yeah, kind of, you know? She was. Um, a lot of Mexican dads are like that, though. And oftentimes, right? oftentimes, though, yes. oftentimes is the way around. The mom is the more lenient and the dad is the more strict. In my case, it was the other way. My mom was the strict and my dad was the permissive. So my parents, those motherfuckers, when they got married... They fucking created one soul. They really took that shit seriously because those fuckers are like, whenever my dad is lenient, my mom is strict. And whenever my mom is strict, my, no, perdón. Whenever my mom is lenient, my dad is strict. And I'm like, do you motherfuckers take turns? Like, what the fuck? Really? I'm serious when I say this, like, and it's happened to me in so many situations. It's like, mom, I thought you were cool with this last week. And all of a sudden you're pressed about this. And my dad doesn't care. Like, You're making my dad care about something. If it's because so sometimes many- I feel like we don't know what happens behind closed doors, you know, like if you're lenient about that's why I want to make sure that when I have my kids like, okay, your mom and I are going to have a conversation and then we'll let you know what our answer is. And I then like, me, go novia or okay. You said, okay. when I have my kids, your mom and I will have a conversation. Well, no, I'm speaking like on your dad's terms. Your mo- oh. <laughs> I was like, no, your mom no and I. Pues, I, like, I don't know. Oh, my God. Just does Christian know? <laughs> Christian does not know. De la otra. De la otra. <laughs> Just kidding. When you said your mom and I will have a conversation. I was yeah. Like, no, no, no. What the fuck like, on? What's going on? <laughs> you're like, I'm confused. We need to pause the camera. We need to have a conversation. Ya te pegó el, el, que, el, que, el, el que, con champán. Dude, fucking bomb ass mimosa, yo. Bomb it ass is. fucking It's mimosa. So and then the tropical one, the, the tropical one, really quick, they have the new 25th anniversary or 60 year anniversary. Mm-hmm. 25th. 25th anniversary. 25th anniversary one, it's like the tropical fusion. Fire with this shit. Fire. Wow, I have to try. It. I have one in the fridge waiting we, for me. We have a trap. We're using a tropical one. Qual- no, we're using. Um, uh, it's a tra- It's like a fruity one. It is, but we're my using my favorite Revelberry. I'll let. We'll, we'll let you. We'll guys let know you guys know. <laughs> um, um, anyways, so lenient, per- strict, permissive. Yes, you set yes. the rule, but very rarely enforce them. Very little to no consequences, and only step in if there's a serious problem, which means it doesn't necessarily that you don't care, um, but, you know, there's still, you know, like a lot of leniency there. And then the fourth and last one is uninvolved. Okay, you're just like not, <laughs> Dead beats. not involved <laughs> at all. Basically, you provide little uh, guidance, so you're not even giving guidance. Uh, you're not nurturing. You're you don't give them attention. Um, you're rarely aware of your children's whereabouts. Um, you tend to be very few rules. Um, children may not receive as much guidance, nurturing, and parental attention as I mentioned earlier. I think that just was repetitive. But I it's think. Uh, Sorry, go. Sorry, go. Uh, go, go. Uninvolved parents may be neglectful. And actually, a side note that I made on here and another topic that I understand in forms of abuse when we were talking about in psychology, the worst type of abuse on a child, it's not physical. It's not anything like not even sexual. It's neglect. Neglect is the worst form of abuse on a child. And when you Because it doesn't teach them to love themselves. Ex- oh, if they it, don't love me, I would never love myself. There's just so many different issues that can actually bring... Yes. Sure, yes, I'm, yes, we're, I'm not demining that sexual assault is not 
you know, like anything less oh, yeah. because yeah. it's serious, you know, or physical abuse. Like but that's you've been correlated, hit or beat. But the, the physical, it's correlated with the neglect mm-hmm. because when you're being physically beat or sexually abused, you're being neglected. Your feelings are being neglected. Well, no, this is from parents. No, so like, I know. this is parenting. No, but I, for, sorry, my brain is thinking about this, this, uh, this prostitute that got interviewed on, um, I think I said on TikTok, she got interviewed and the first time she got raped by her dad was when she was four years old. Oh my God. And so, and then she saw the video when she was like 14 and when her dad got out of jail, he raped her, continued to rape her. So it there, you could see a significant correlation between you can tie neglect to when someone is hurting you physically or sexually, they're neglecting. First of all, they're showing you that they neglect your feelings. They don't give a fuck about your feelings. Like fuck your rights, fuck your feelings, fuck your free will they're going to do what they want with you. And that is a form of neglect too, mm-hmm. because that can really mess you up yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And that's it just, why, it, sorry, it my messes, brain was just no, thinking about like that. Just going, you're, you're giving your thoughts. No. Yeah. And, um, it's the worst kind of abuse because it, neglect, like make you feel like you're not wanted. You're not right? worth it. You're not or you're, valued. Th- that you don't yes. care about them. Like do whatever the fuck you want. Like we don't care. Um, and they simply, Sometimes they may not even do this out of their own will. They may just be overwhelmed with other problems. You know, they may be going through their own struggle and maybe you brought a kid into the world. And That's what I wanted by to By accident. About. Yeah. Um, like work, pain bills and managing a household may be a little rough. And so then therefore the child gets neglected. So within the Latinx community, I would say that you see this a lot, but you see this on two different reasons. There hay los papás que tienen que trabajar todos los días, tienen que trabajar yeah. dos trabajos, mm-hmm. no tienen tiempo para los hijos, no tienen t- porque tienen que trabajar. Esa es la vida inmigrante, ¿no? La mm-hmm. vida que tienes que trabajar porque lo que ganas no es suficiente, Correct. porque no tienen los papeles ni los recursos para ir a ganar otro trabajo más bueno. Mm-hmm. Ok, yo lo entiendo eso. Pero hay muchos que, que su amor para demostrar su amor es por medio del trabajo y del pro, uh, proveer por su familia. Pero también hay unos que trabajan, trabajan, trabajan porque no quieren lidiar con sus hijos. Y eso mm-hmm. es otra cosa, too. Like, en la comunidad latina yo lo veo. Hay, hay papás que trabajan por no lidiar con los hijos y hay papás que trabajan porque a huevo tienen que, tienen que pagar los biles y tienen que apoyar a su familia. Y esa es el, su, su manera de demostrar el amor a sus hijos, ¿verdad? Mm-hmm. Y es bien difícil porque cuando tú creces así en una familia, which is not my case, bendito Dios, it's not my case, pero cuando tú creces así en una familia, yo me imagino, no lo sé de experiencia, me imagino que tú no aprendes a valorarte y no aprendes a amarte y, y no aprendes a valorar a lo que, lo que hace tus papás. You only see, he doesn't love me, he's not here for me, he doesn't show me he loves me. But dude, he's working like he's putting in the work because he wants to provide. And that's how yeah, he's showing that, his love. Yeah, there's a difference there. Mm-hmm. So I would say that there's a big, in la comunidad latina, si hay una diferencia ahí. Mm-hmm. Um, and with, but I feel like they make it where that when they're back home, they make you aware I'm doing this for you because I love you. Yeah. Yo because pago I'm, todo. Yeah. See, yeah, yeah, but they yeah. always make you aware. And yeah. in this kind of form that like the parent just full on neglects, like when they're home, they don't give a fuck about you. Like, and there's parents like that too. Yeah. Like they just like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, sure. Sus pinches chelas, los amigos, trabajo, don't los fucking bug me. Valen madre, you know, sus chelas, sus amigos, in my opinion, those are the kind of people that should not be having. And again, this is just my opinion. If you're not ready 
because children require a lot of attention require a lot of your time and a lot of money and a lot of money so if you don't have any of these like maybe you should consider maybe perhaps not having kids but bros there's a lot of people that don't even think about having kids they just fucking have them yeah and then then chaka chaka and then the baby baby comes out and then what happens like from day one they just don't care yeah you they didn't sign up to be a dad but they signed up to have a good time and chaka chaka and then this happened yeah. It's not that serious. It's not that compli- man. It's not that complicated to understand. But for me, it's like the. I think our generation we're very, very, very aware of aware like, of everything, bro. We're gonna a, a fucking human is gonna come out of me. Like I'm gonna yeah. raise a human, and we are more like what is the meaning of humanity type of shit. Yeah, and I feel like our parents they didn't think like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but that is those parenting styles bro the authoritative makes me want to i was just some fucking shock because yeah so I've like i can jump about, into the effect, yes, effects yes, go, right go go so like okay so now we're going back to the first one right this is the strict um you know the obedience discipline yeah. super super strict yeah the effects that tend to cause on children when you they grow up in a household like this is they tend to follow rules much of the time which is not necessarily bad but also because they're so obedient, that may cost them a price at a later time in life. And I can tell you the, what the price is. They yeah. become followers. Mm-hmm. They become, uh, they don't become leaders. Mm-hmm. They, um, they become submissive people. Mm-hmm. And not only that, they become people that don't value and have self-worth. They say, no, 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 I'm, I'm not good enough. I'm waiting for instruction. That is correct. They do not become go-getters. So the children are at high risk of developing self-esteem problems because their opinions aren't valued. Um, they're unsure of their decisions because they don't know what the fuck to do. Um, they may also, they they may also show a form of rebel or aggression. They often focus on focus on anger or feel toward uh, the, on the anger and the upset that they feel towards the parents. So sometimes, you know, like, you know that your parents do it from a place of love, but sometimes some of those parents don't show affection and love. They don't tell you why they do what they do. So some kids don't even understand. They just think that they, they, they just, don't, they, they just that think they that that's how life works. And, and so they focus 24 seven on the anger and, ag- and aggression that they feel towards their parents. Um, and they're, the children that. may grow to become very good liars in an effort to avoid punishment. Um, so these are some of the things that get the effects of having an authoritarian parent. And then, so the effects of having um, an authoritative parent, on the other hand, is researchers have found that kids who have authoritative parents are most likely to become responsible adults who feel comfortable expressing their opinions. Uh, they tend to be more happy, more successful, and they're good at making decisions and evaluating safety and risks on their own. So that's again where I Oh my god, I literally want to be a fucking mom already. Yeah, right? Fuck. Now the effects of having a permissive parent, like when you're talking about like someone who is like super permissive, is the kids will grow up with permissive parents are more likely to struggle academically because they're not taught structure per se, as we were talking about last podcast. Um, They may exhibit more behavioral problems and they don't appreciate authority or rules. So they have, they lack respect. 
Um, and they have a low self. They lack respect. And I've met a lot of fucking kids like that who lack respect for authority. And it's because their parents either didn't invest the time in not raising them or being strict, but they literally just the fucking effects permissive. Permissive. That's it. And I fucking can't stand kids like that. For me, it's like, estás echando. Pero Tell la me verdad, that you know, that's the first thing that comes to your brain. Están echando a perder a los niños así. Mm-hmm. Y no lo estoy diciendo por ser culera, lo estoy diciendo por ser sincera. Están but I feel echando, like even though... Like, it's not their fucking fault. I don't fucking blame the parents 100% though. But it's like, what the fuck do you do when you have a kid, bro? And you realize, fuck, I actually don't want this kid, but it's my kid, so I got to take care of it the best way that I can. But I'm honestly kind of lazy and I don't really want to parent this kid or I got to go and yeah, do whatever you want. I got to go work or I got to go put me first. It's like, it's a fucked up situation, dude. I mean, there, yeah, there's that's not millions, how it works. millions of millions of different scenarios. Right. Yeah. And we're not here to talk shit about parents or parenting or anything like that or we're, judge. We're but. analyzing parenting styles. And for me, it's like, yeah, permissive parenting styles ain't the business, but think about the, the parent themselves. How were they parented? What are they going through? They probably didn't even want a kid, but they wanted the chaka chaka. And you know what happened with the chaka chaka? Chaka chaka is real good. Ah, the baby came out after the chaka chaka, <laughs> right? So like, shit, <laughs> it sucks. But like, for me, it's like fuck, dude. Honestly, but the other parts, like, why would you know? That's their kid. What? It, what choice? My doorbell just rang. What choices do you have? Oh my god. Was that your Amazon? I think so. Amazon, if you're listening, sponsor us. What I are know, you doing? for real. You I mil- always shop you Yeah, she's an Amazon <laughs> whore. You multi-billion dollar fucking cock-sucking corporation that doesn't pay their employees enough money. After you became multi-trillion dollar corporation with the fucking pandemic. Pay your fucking people enough money, you cocksuckers. Fuck. And you are, adapt- you are equipped enough to know the locations and the pay rates that you could pay everybody. Who is it? Anyways, Who is nah, it? doesn't matter. So yeah, I don't, fuck I don't, Amazon. I love you actually. I use Amazon all the time. Sorry about but that. Fuck Amazon. But anyway, so bringing it back, um, those people, yeah, who, no, for those real. kids, like, we're who, not here to be like, oh yeah, no, fuck that shit. Blah 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 blah. We're here to just we're bringing out the parenting because we wanted to discuss parenting. Yeah. And then I think we could just move forward to talking about our parenting style. Correct. And, for me, I want to so, have like a, yeah, go. Let me, please, let me just finish, finish this yeah, yeah, up before so that we can just wrap it up with this because I yeah. wanted to give you like the actual psychology perspective aspect this of things. This is great though because I didn't know And then I we can go that. ahead and just break it down and analyze into like, okay, you know what? I had this type of parent and then you had this type of parent. Yes. So um, again, going back to the permissive children uh, who grew up with permissive parents or permissive style um they have a low self-esteem and may report a lot of sadness as well and they're at a higher risk of health problems and this is huge because these parents they just oh i want mcdonald's oh i want this oh i want that and we both know that when you're a kid you lean for candy you lean for all of the bad unhealthy choices yeah and so that when you live in a permissive household it's actually more likely that you're going to develop um uh, health problems and going on forward i think that oh my god this is so fascinating because you guys i studied this everything is correlated socioeconomic level is correlated to parenting styles and psychology and if education 
depending these parenting styles ba- are based and they differ based on the education that the parents have based on their socioeconomic standing yes you, for permissive you can get mcdonald's every single day but if you're at a really high socioeconomic standing and you're really educated you could still be a permissive parent and be like hey yeah you want that you can have that have the cook make you whatever the fuck you want right so it's it's so fascinating to see these things and understand that parenting styles they shift and some parent people that are at a higher socioeconomic standing and really don't fucking they they, may just be completely uninvolved because they're yeah and they let some fucking nanny or butler fucking whatever raise their kids raise their kids yep exactly and actually and you want to know when you're an uninvolved parent or something you know that i was saying not only do they um get affected by all of the effects from all of the the you know the parenting styles right right. but they also exhibit frequent behavioral problems and rank very very low in happiness so uninvolved parenting is of course the worst one no and yeah uh, it just sucks but i think uninvolved parenting also is very much correlated with okay look at fucking this bitch from uh uh the life of zach and cody yeah this bitch uh fucking brenda song that girl yes yes the tipton girl how her how fucked up she kind of was throughout the thing because her dad was so rich but uninvolved and she never felt love so she kind of had these issues and insecurities i can see that but then i could see deadbeat dads that just aren't in the picture and how that fucking fucks up the the upbringing of the kids, bro. Like they gotta yeah. learn life on their own. They gotta learn life, and if they're not, yeah, being the resilient select- ones who have it in them naturally will, you know, surpass this and you know be affected by it and learn from it. Yeah. But at the ultimately, at the end of the day, they're gonna surpass it and excel. Unfortunately, like again, when you have kids, you gotta teach them. You can't be too lenient, but you can't be too strict because you see, you have to have a, a you have to have a very um, balanced way of parenting, right? Yeah. So right. now that you know the four types of overall parenting, um, now we can move on to the discussions that you were talking about. Like, think about. I think mainly the discussion that I wanted to have was that. In the last nine months that I've been moved out, and I'm growing so much, you guys have no idea. I am, I'm not the same person that I was eight months ago. And it makes me even kind of emotional too, because it's like, how, how was it that I was so stagnant with my life for so long? Like, I feel like I was just living life. Uh, and yeah, I was growing gradually, but right now mentally I'm growing so much more. And one of the biggest reasons behind the mental breakdown that I had, it really all just had to do with fucking money at the end of the day and like paying for paying for your education. And it was something that I went through at a later date in my life because there's people that are in the middle class that don't qualify for FAFSA like I did, and they have to pay for everything themselves. So not only si se quieren superar, do you have to pay so much fucking money that you're coming out with up to your neck in debt yeah but to get a master's or a phd or to go and become a doctor you're like four or five hundred thousand you're a house deep bro and how do you think this reflects back onto the parenting style that you were that you grew up in for me i really struggled with that and me being able to talk to my parents about what i was going through because when you're growing up first gen 
going through the process of applying to law school, getting rejected and then reapplying, they really didn't understand what I was going through. They yeah. understood what I was telling them, but they didn't. And it's not really, their fault, really bro. understand. It's not their fault. And I think that when I moved out, I, I love my parents to death. You guys have to know that first and foremost, I love them. I love them so much and I would never change them or their parenting style. They were authoritative, authoritarian. Those fuckers were authoritarian, but that authoritarian parenting style shaped and developed the person that I am today in combination with a million different fucking things. Right. But their foundation that they set. But you don't think, though, like, for example, me as an, an outside perspective, and I just want to give this disclosure. I absolutely love my uncle and I absolutely love my aunt. I love them very much and I'm forever grateful for them. However, there were times that I did think that they were just a little bit too much. They were too much all the time. They've been too much a lot. I fucking love them. I have learned to... When they are too much, I have learned to take a deep breath, take a step back and walk away. But in your journey, I guess so that, you know, we kind of put things into perspective because maybe others are going through what you're going through they would, with this kind of parent. They were fucking toxic. They would like call me fucking 10, nine times. Be like, where are you? When are you coming home? I'm like, I'll be home in two hours. Where are you? Like this, that, like they would like say, your mom doesn't feel good. Like come home, like manipulative in some aspects, like your mom doesn't feel good. And it's like, you guys stop. It's not that fucking deep. For and example, like I feel like my mom too, like related in some aspects to your, to your dad, for me personally, not for my siblings. And that's a the whole different discussion because my mom, yes. I feel like she was very strict with me. Yeah. If I came home with anything below a B, I would get a, my ass beat. Okay. Um, yeah, my parents if, didn't do that. But if you ask her today, she says, no, oh my God, you're so extra. You're exaggerating. And I love my mom. My mom is the best. But growing up, that was not the case. That was not the case. You know? Yeah. And For us, that was not. No, yeah. if I were to have elbows on the table, oh, I would get my ass kicked as well. Like yeah. I'd fucking, no elbows on the table. So you have to eat I like I really this. think your mom whooped you more than my mom whooped me. Bitch, I ran from my mom. I didn't give yeah, a fuck. Yeah. My mom would, and my mom wasn't really like the chancla thrower. She would kind of fucking, dude, her yell, bro, like a fucking hella scary, like fucking <laughs> Chewbacca, bro. Like, honestly, cuando mi manos gritaba, that's when we were like, nos vamos a morir. Nos vamos aquí a barrio, <laughs> But I think verga. that, I think vale, that my mom, I think like my mom was more kind of like your dad, you know? And my mom was always so like, for example, I think one time, I, I will never forget this, I built a fort, like, me hice como no sé, like out of like a barrier. I was so happy. We had a bunch of stuff put away underneath my stairs in mexico and she was pregnant with my brother and i built a fort traje sabanas i put like a tent and then like a barrier puse todas las boxes and stuff like that and i made it like a like a maze to get through with all yeah. the other like the all the other stuff that we had around yeah and yeah so i was so happy i'm like mira podemos ir por aquí and then i can hide and i was so happy about it and i went and i grabbed mira ma ma ben ben oh ben. my god and Don't my mom was like ¿Qué no, desmadre. she's like i'm <gasps> like see sí, ma mira ben and she's one and i remember her scene and she grabbed her head and she was like oh my god i can't believe you did this she fucking grabbed me she started 
you know, spanking me, spanking me yeah. on, my, on my butt. She pulled my pants down. She spanked me like oh three to God. four times. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, clean all this up. And I didn't understand why. I you thought know, I, I, I thought I, I had built, built a fort. What the fuck? I thought I had built the coolest thing ever. And yeah. I will never forget it. Like, I feel like that was like, I felt genuinely so happy about, you know, what I had built. Damn. And bro. growing up, you know, like I remember being fifth and sixth and seventh, eighth, all the way to high school. My mom never let me go anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Like I remember my friends when we were 16, they would go to the movies and their parents would drop them off and it was then a pick super them normal up. Thing. Yeah. We it never like, went anywhere yeah, either. Exactly. Never. Fuck and that. then it's like, oh, you want to go to the No, you can't go. No, Nunca. you can't go. Nunca. Hey, my mom, like my, my friends have it, you know, an allowance and they have a curfew. They can come in as long as they're home by 10. Everything's good to go on the weekends. They're out, allowed to be out until 12. And my yeah. mom would be like, okay, well you gotta be home by eight 30. Yeah. That was me too. Like my parents, they were, we never really, bro, we snuck out. <laughs> we well, have to be tell a story, story for another day, yeah. another day, another day, but we snuck out. So we, we became really good liars with the authoritarian parent. We, I lie to my parents a lot. I don't tell them now. Now I lie to them a lot less, but I don't tell them shit. Does that make sense? I don't like lie she to them. She doesn't lie, but she doesn't I don't tell lie to them, them anymore, but I don't tell them shit. Be like, oh, where are you going? Con mi novio. Always. Always. A donde vas? Con mi novio. Because they don't fucking believe that I have a boyfriend, which I don't, but they don't believe that. They're like, no way. No way. So when the fuck. Damn, when Daniel. <laughs> that's kind of rough. No. I, okay. You, okay. You got a boyfriend? You got a boyfriend. Okay. All right. No, but like, but like, seriously, they, they, uh, pretty much they were really strict. And to the people that kind of know me, they understand how strict they were. You know more than yeah. anything because I would always complain to you about them. But what well, I'm trying I to get. With you. <laughs> I, I didn't just hear it. I lived it with you. They, <laughs> but anyway. You did. She did. Sorry. I forgot you fucking lose. Every step of the... Every step I take. She was literally with... She, we grew up together, bro. Yeah. So, like, she lived everything... <laughs> <laughs> I'm an idiot. Oh, yeah, it's because you know based on what... I, no, bitch. I fucking... I was there. <laughs> Along the whole way, I was there. But now, now that I, when I told them that I first moved out, I was like, you got to treat me like an adult. And I'm moving out and I'm going to be an adult and I'm going to do my own fucking thing. 24 years old. I don't want to be paying rent. I know I'm like, I should. First of all, I have these high expectations of, oh, you're 24, you're 25, 26. If you're going to school, I'm cutting you some fucking slack because I know how expensive school is. And I know that you can't be making big dough unless you're selling drugs. If you're selling, hit me up because I fucking have to pay for law school. But, but, but. Just joking. I plead the fifth. <laughs> but what I'm trying to get at is that I feel like it took me moving out. And I've mentioned this before. It took me moving out of my house and making that big girl move of being like, you're going to treat me like an adult or you're not going to treat me at all. Period. Treat me like an adult. I'm not the same little kid. You can't be. They think that parenting is regaño. And that's actually, what my fucking parents piensan. Que si, si para ser tus papás, a huevo tienes que estar haciendo algo mal y a huevo te tienen que corregir. Y, y más aparte, I think that also when you're an adult, there is no such thing as you're an adult. No. 
No, unless you're married. Unless, unless you're married. Unless you're fully married and out of the house. Mi hermana se casó. Nunca le volvieron a decir nada. Sí le dicen a veces opiniones, pero casi no, la, no le chingan. Nada. Yo le dije, yo no voy a esperar a casarme. Yo ya les dije, yo no voy a esperar a casarme para ir a tratar de comprarme una casa o independizarme. No. No puedo porque ¿quién me lo garantiza? Uh -huh. Nadie. Y con lo cabrona que soy, menos. O sea, yo... <laughs> like, seriously. No, you like, should always be... Eso, doesn't matter. Men, female, doesn't matter. Because some men are lazy. Let me just tell you. You meet some 30-year-old men, you know, even 40 sometimes. They're still living with mommy and daddy. Yeah. I've seen that. And I'm just like... And they're comfortable. Bro. I mean, they're comfortable. Like, yeah. why didn't you, like... Make an effort to build something for your name. Like, get your own yeah. shit. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, I remember being 19, 20. I was 20 years old when I bought my first home. Yeah. And I'm on my second home. I'm yeah. 20. I By the age She's of 25, 25. Yeah. I was on my second home. I'm 26. I'm already thinking about my third home or yeah. fourth home, you yeah. know? And I'm not saying this to like, oh, well, you oh, here I am. No, I'm just saying like, I always had that desire to do better. Now I didn't do it alone. And she did. She did have a desire to do better. And her circumstances Exacto. and your resources that you had and your your life and your path, it allowed for that, for you to do that. Correct. Which was, you know, amazing and a blessing and awesome. And it's motivating to me. Y yo pienso, okay, well, I didn't do it alone. Would I have done this if I would have, like, let's say I didn't Had move a out, different situation. You know, different situation. No, I stayed home. Have. I, you know, I stayed home with my parents. But I'm like, no. Because Bro. I fucking, I started working at 15 years old. Yep. By myself. I think but earlier than very, that. I was 15. We were selling... Bro, when you started oh, working, 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 like, working, okay. working, like when like we were 14, kids. 13. Pero vendiendo naranjas, güey. Sí. Vendiendo naranjas, I, bro, I have pictures when I was a baby. They would make us bag oranges before And we then they would school. leave us at, on the side of the road uh, during <laughs> the summertime. Don't bitch. No, I'm not saying it in a negative light. No, I'm, I'm saying, saying like they would leave us on the side of the road. Fat fucking on, crime, though. During the summer, like, hey, you want to make some money for, you know, whatever. Yeah. You can just go here. Sell They're gonna 50 pull, bucks sell, a day. Exactly. Sell and then you get, for $3 you get paid a $50 a day. Yeah. And then I used we to be like, kids, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. 50 bucks? Hell yeah. Yeah. And I then we used it. to be it like, was... oh, and some days were bad and some days were good. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, this is all I sold, you know? Mm -hmm. Like some people would buy some days and some people, you know, they... So estábamos, la neta, and this is the other thing about my parents that I, you know, when I describe my parents and when people, if anybody ever asks me, no fue fácil, pero mis padres me criaron en una cuna de oro. Mm -hmm. Pero mi oro son los valores, el fucking, las ganas de trabajar, los modales, las virtudes que me dieron, que, que me ayudaron a encontrar. Esa es mi cuna de oro. Y vale más una cuna de oro de, de valores, de respeto, de disciplina, de todo esto. Aunque it reflects who you are. It fucking... It, Dude, that is a cuna de oro right there. Mm -hmm. The real cuna de oro. Not fucking money. Te doy todo here. Here. Have your fucking car here. You're 16. Nothing. No, everything. Fuck that energy. Even, like, for example, when I grow, like, for right now, I'm working on build. Right now, I'm very much about building my passive income and building my wealth and building a name for myself, right? Mm -hmm. 
But when I have kids, when they're 18, I really hope and I pray to God that I'm well off, you know, to the point where I may be able to afford. I still plan on making my kids like, oh, you want a car? Work for your car. I can help you fill out your application for Jack in the Box if you need to. I don't know. We're going to have Jack in the Box. I'm just saying Jack in the Box. This is like two blocks away from here. Yeah. But I'd be more than glad to teach you what it takes. Or if you know, if you have your own business, starting them young to working them I want to have a fucking them about property. finances. A rancho. Having them fucking work, work, work since they're young. Because it fucking worked for me. And I, I don't mind if my kids drive a Tesla when they're 16 years old. My brother's 19 and he drives a Tesla. But work for the fucking Tesla. Oh, I thought it was That's so what cool when I was like, what? I've saved enough money. Like You got your fucking Acura. Your my first very first car, car was a fucking Acura RSX. Yes. Yes. There's one parked outside my front, <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, I, I didn't settle for basic because I've always had the desire to grow, grow and yeah. go for what I want. And that also stems, I know, are you done with yours? I'm almost done, I'm but almost done with we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, um, we're going to take a little break in a, in a, in a minute in here. In a second. But anyways, just kind of tying it back and to summarize, my mom was very, very strict, but at the same time, I, I felt like. I there were I appreciate for her to be strict up until a certain time of age because I felt like dude I'm such a good fucking kid like I was such a good kid I had 4.0 I didn't do drugs I I drank <laughs> I was I got bro. I got caught drunk at 15 years of age but anyways bro but, that's what I'm that's one of the biggest struggles with my parents too I'm a good fucking kid like I, I really do wish drugs. you guys could see some a- of my friends no, you know? for me, it's like, I'm a good fucking kid. I'm not, ho- I love hoes. Don't fucking get me wrong. I'm not shaming anybody. But to them, they, they're not about the whole life. I'm about the whole life. Love hoes. Love you all. Do I wish you, I was honey, boo boo. But, but, but they were like, you know, fucking always like, no, you got to do this, this, and that. It's like, motherfuckers, you should be appreciative. We're a blessing. Yeah. I've told because my mom Because listen, you can do with times. your life. You could do with your life. Yes. Whatever it is that you want. And I will always respect you. Because why? You're a human being. And you want to go and do drugs. Listen, as long as it's I not harming f- others. Exactly. Like your consequences Facts. aren't harming others. Yeah. Do whatever it is you want. And if I love you for who you are. And if I want you in my life, I want you in my life. But I'm saying back in high school, like some of the friends that you think you have are like your peers, you know, your high school buddies. No. And sometimes they're not the best influences but they're your friends you know what i mean so i'd come home and then like i could say no you know there were many times where an opportunity came even as a good kid even as my parents as were as strict as they were and even if you know the opportunity came and i was like no i'm not interested not because i didn't want to try it it was because i was just like the first I, it time just doesn't it doesn't call for me and if i wanted to yeah. experiment with it i would have yeah with a drug or something you know yeah, or like yeah, marijuana yeah. whatever but i was like no i'm okay i don't i'm actually genuinely not interested yeah so to me it was just like if i were to come home and if i would have expressed that to my mom oh my god she would have fainted but not only would she would have fainted she would probably would have beat my ass and i think that at one point when i turned 18 i had my car i had my own money i helped pay the bills i pitched in for rent for money for groceries for everything and one time i went i came home and my mom like she would do this sometimes she'd be like she'd smell me like to see if i smell like oh, liquor yeah, and i and i'd be like me all before you time. smell me I drank two beers. I know. <gasps> I cap. Oh, I cap. My God. My I mom threw the bi- she, my mom threw the biggest fit. She was like, 
you're not allowed to go out anywhere else. You can't do this. I'm like, smell me. Do I smell it? She's like, well, no, but still that I'm like, so just know that I could have lied and just know that yes. I could have not told you that. And I just, I want you to know that I'm an adult and I have to start making my own decisions. I have my own car. I work. She really had, she honestly, at that time, I really like just kind of put things into perspective to her and she was like, oh shit. And so it gave, I, you know, it took about a week. And then when I came back and I told my mom, I'm like, mom, I'm going to go out. She was like, and this is what she said to me. She said, okay, if you drink, don't drive, call me. I don't care. And I said, is this my mom? I don't need my is parents this Claudia? to do that. That's fucking dope. I don't <laughs> need my parents to do that. I've accepted that they will never do that. But for me, it's like, I, I've yelled at my mom and my dad multiple times and I've like, and when I yell at them, it's out of love. You guys don't think that I'm a disrespectful whore because I'm not, but you're not, you're really not. If anything, (laughs) you love your parents so much. And I've, I don't think I've like everybody's parents are, you know, in their own way. And oftentimes it's very easy for someone to turn around and say, I don't like you because of this, 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 al contrario, you, you turn around and you say, you know what? These are some flaws, but I love you so much and I'm so thankful and I'm appreciative. Yep. And honestly, like I said, I, I fucking, I love your, your dad, your dad is not my dad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your dad is just my, my deal that yeah. I, I love so much regardless. Yeah. And when I'm at his house, I always respect. So yep. again, just yep. because I don't agree sometimes with a lot of the things, but I'm at his house, I respect. Yeah. Facts. facts. And, and that's you, I will love sick. your dad unconditionally. Yeah no matter what you know what yeah. i mean like oftentimes yeah. i'm like like with christian i don't like, understand oh. why they are so fucking like this but dude it's i for me i'm learning how to love you guys and through this growth process i'm learning how to love and not everybody knows how to love some people just assume that because you have feelings you know how to love somebody but yeah. when you truly know how to love somebody I'm there are so many conditions with my parents and I could choose to fucking talk about those conditions for years, but I, I choose to, to love them unconditionally and to shed light in the positive and always shed light in the positive, what they taught you, who they are. Yeah. And I fucking, well, for me, and one of the things that I have, that's a very beautiful thing that I feel like a lot of Latinx members do not have with their parents is la confianza. Mm-hmm. Yo tengo la confianza de gritarle a mi madre y decirle, la estás cagando. O sea, la, la están pues, cagando. And uh, that's crazy. Some people are like, no mames, tita. I will fucking say it. La están cagando. Escúchenos, entiendan nuestros sentimientos. Hay que hablar. You, for, you de, almost like forced that to them. I forced the fucking confianza. Yeah. Because I'm like, pa, ma, hay gente que ni habla con sus, que les habla de usted form. I get that cultural I get yeah. that cultural norm. Because some other other I people don't have like what you have. You know what I mean? They just kind of live with that strict parenting mm-hmm. where they just lie and tell them everything else. Because if they tell, if they were to tell them the truth or but, how you really truly think, it would have been a slap in the phrase. Yes. Don't fucking say that ever again. Yes. And like, I'm not going to hear you out, period. But for me, I'm working on, I'm forcing that confianza because I'm working on being the most authentic person that I can be with them. Yeah. I'm done lying to them. When I was like 16, 17, I would fucking lie to them all the time. I'm done. I'm done lying to you. You, I'm going to tell you the truth. You want to be my fucking friend? Cool. You love me? Cool. 
then let's be friends. And I told yeah. my mom and dad straight up to their face, we're a fucking privilege. We are. You're five fucking kids. They're all in school. They're all going to graduate from, from yeah. college. Yeah. They're all superandose. They all have goals, dreams, and aspirations. None of them do fucking heavy drugs. I love to drink. I'm not going to fucking cap. You guys don't want to accept it. Don't accept it at your time. Maybe you will. Yeah. But I was I love like, to drink you too. are privileged as a fucking parent to have us. And maybe some people are like, wow, she's so arrogant. She's so cocky. No, no. She, no they fucking, fucking truly knew, are. If you They're under- amazing kids. All like of, if you all really understood you. our fucking siblings, our family dynamic, we're the fucking people that show up at a party that we were invited to. And we fucking set up tables and chairs and we make sure that They're, everyone's eating. Yeah. And we make sure that everyone's being served. Ofrecidos. Like acomedidos. Acomedidos. We're not fucking, ofrecidos. We're acomedidos y somos servidores. That's what we fucking are. Yeah. That's what my parents raised us to be. And yeah. when they, it, it frustrates me cuando se emputan con nosotros. Cause it's like, no, you are having, you know, you're too privileged. Calm your sometimes bitch ass they don't see down. They, they don't see what they truly have. And sometimes exactly. it really takes, you know, them <laughs> maybe going <laughs> elsewhere and seeing how other other kids are. My little you know? sister moved the fuck out. She moved out and she's been resilient. She's mm-hmm. held it fucking down paying rent in San Francisco. She's been fucking resilient and she's been out there. She demonstrated to them. I am that fucking bitch. Yeah. I am your daughter. You should be proud that you raised me the way that you did. And I'm not fucking coming back because it took me moving out too. It, 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 I busted my ass, my sweat, yeah. and my tears Don't, and everything. Like, I'm no. always home, bro. I pay rent, but I'm always ungrating. Always. And it's fucking crazy. Like people are like, wow, you're stupid. Like, don't do that. Like, why are you paying rent if you don't have to? Fuck that. I'm being true to myself. I said I was going to move out. I said I was going to grow. And I said I was going to be an adult. Me voy a quedar. Le voy a torar lo que yo dije porque es parte de mi crecimiento. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, I kind of want to move back because, you know, I work here. My life is here. My family's here. They've changed. They're, they're adapting. My mom has had deep conversations with me. I'm going to treat you like an adult. They've changed. It helped them that I moved out. And it helped that I had this open line of communication. But I'm not coming back. I can't, dude. I fucking can't. Because bro. you're... Okay, so... I actually wanted to share this, but I follow this guy on social media. He's from Mexico, and I think he's from Mexico City. And um, there, he's really good friends with Sebastian Rulli and his girlfriend, which is the girl Angelique who does. Angelique uh, 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 yeah. oh, They're really mommy. good friends, and he shares something about, like, you know, in the Latino community, we have this uh, misconception of, like, oh, es que mis papás, es que mis padres, es que no way. Es que tú eres tú una persona y tú no eres responsable de tus padres. Tú, el deber de tus padres fue porque ellos te quisieron tener, te criaron hasta un punto en donde uh-huh. ellos te, te, te criaron, you know, they raised you, they had sí, you, they sí. were responsible up until a point. But after that, you go and you do sí. you and you build you because the greatest gift that you can b- give back to them is to build yourself and to be the better and the best version that you could be of you. To be to, better than your parents. Correct. My dad has told me that multiple yeah. times. Yo no quiero que sean como yo, quiero que sean mejor que yo. Quiero que logren cosas mejor que yo, que alcancen sus logros mejor que yo. But, and that's what I'm working towards, to be better than them. Not because I am better than them. Uh, me getting an education, it's a privilege and a blessing. Yeah. But I'm like, oh no, they're like so beneath me. No, no. But I'm striving to be better than them because I want to be a better parent to my right. kids. 
yeah fucking exactly and then parent. and then it says something and then he mentioned somewhere along the lines of like we live under we live under this misconception that like after we reach a certain age until we're married then we go out of the house and then we do this is like Fuck no that. man you gotta Fuck build you regardless because you gotta build the best version of you in order for you to offer that to your partner Facts. because when you're whatever still living under your parent like you still don't know how to be a mature adult you still don't know how to do and a lot of things. And that's why I moved out. That's why and I then, moved out. That's why a lot of marriages fail. That's why a lot of, you know, um, because you're so like traditional and so old school, yeah. you didn't actually get to know who you truly are, that you get to know who you are as you're building. Now, if you meet the right one, of course, and you're resilient as a couple and you commit and then you're fully committed to one another, then I'm not saying like, oh, it won't happen, you know, no, because yeah, I was course. in those shoes, you know what I mean? But what I'm also saying, it's like, if that does not happen to you, you still got to go out Don't there expect and to, build yeah. you. Don't expect to become an adult by finding a partner and getting married. How do you know that Don't you're expect that. Yeah. Like how are you, how do <laughs> you know, fuck? how are yeah. you going to learn to make your own decisions? If after you turn 18, you're still being dictated by your parents. If and you're still you being get told married and then you're being dictated by, your by partner, somebody else, not because your partner's dominant over you, but because you're a union now. You don't so know how to make decisions. Like you've never actually exp- like, lived out there and lived your own your own life for you sean to understand putas. sean like, putas sean putas vivan su vida sean be a bad bitch that's my motto like i'm a bad bitch no si no quieren ser putas si no quieren ser putas no sean putas por favor porque luego van a decir no, que yo muchas, las mandé hay muchas enfermedades allá afuera luego van a decir que yo las mandé a ser putas pero yo no yo nomás dije pues que si quieren ser putas yo yeah no there's a no lot of things no just kidding no, don't no give know your worth too. no sepan su valor <laughs> please no know your broma. worth i mean unless broma. you're doing it because you know there's a need whatever but know your worth like don't sepan diminish yourself Amense, quieranse, cuídense, respetense, because there's valorense. a difference if you're effing around or you're hoeing around but you know your worth and then you can walk away from any situation but if you're out there because you're so insecure and you need no. effect, uh, male do attention no. and so therefore you're hoeing around seeking and resolving your daddy no, 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 issues no. No, then no. that's an issue no no don't do that go don't go do that therapist or B- watch build, us yeah, call me. build you call me. be a boss and then no. you know do whatever it is that you want to do, do what you whatever do. i don't judge again that personally wouldn't be me but again i love hope. you do you i i love I, you know again do you honey boo boo i'm from the whole political party she'll be an advocate hoes are resilient bitches bro I mean, it really depends because there's some out there that will just fuck some. your boyfriend, no fucks given. And there's got to be some respect. All right. There's some out there that they just don't value yeah. and respect like yeah, other yeah. women. There's boundaries to that. There's Listen, boundaries. if the guy is single you're single yeah and the both of Facts. you are just kind of like okay well listen i don't want a relationship but like you're kind of cute so let's get to know each other but no, i mean just like some for me it's like hoes are just like they don't they don't even like for me i don't know for me well, i love for, for me, because for me hoes are just like confident bitches and i okay that's not that. a hoe that's a confident girl no, a hoe me, is someone who's just fucking a bunch of guys no but that's the a literal of, determination or a definition yeah but they're confident enough to go and fuck a bunch of guys i'm not confident enough to go do that just go ho around okay so then you're talking about building confidence because sometimes it's not about it's not confident it's, it's because they me. got yeah because they got daddy if issues I was in Montana, some of them have daddy issues yeah. and they don't know self-respect and a lot of them they don't but know that's self-worth the problem, but but that's where it's like okay you know let's work on it 
how can you work on that like why why do you have such a desire to go fuck a man who you clearly know is in another relationship what are you trying to fill <gasps> you know what i mean that's why i'm like okay there's a fine line between like oh no. okay i respect Las you novelas, but like dude. you also gotta respect you can't just like i respect you but you also gotta give some respect back you can't just be doing that like, oh, come don't on. get cold i mean either. unless unless the couple has an open relationship then that's a whole different story but now we're digging into this super we were on parenting now we're on host yeah. i was just saying Anyways. that i'm from the whole political party i love host <laughs> again yeah. not all hoes because some hoes have been rude to me some hoes are like ugh, they look down on me like I'm you're on the whole political party until someone's trying to fuck your boyfriend if someone's trying to fuck my man and they and my man fucks them no 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 that wasn't my man no that's what i mean but that's what I mean. Until they're trying to fuck your boyfriend. Because but then your boyfriend, that that's where you know where you, where you got to trust your boyfriend. But you're still not going to like the true. other bitch that tried to make an if attempt. If someone was trying to fuck like, my boyfriend. No. Honestly, dude, I'm going to be very real with you. If someone was trying to fuck my boyfriend, knowing that he had a boyfriend, I would genuinely. A girlfriend. Knowing that she had a girlfriend. I'm a man. <laughs> knowing that he had a girlfriend. Knowing that go. he had a girlfriend. Or boyfriend, I'm a man. But knowing that I, had a, I would genuinely, depending on the situation and the energy that that girl gave me, um, I would probably sit down with her and be like, hey, dude, like, what's going on? Talk to me. <laughs> like, the healthy thing to do would be to sit her down and be like, woman to woman, what made you feel that that was okay? Yeah. You good? Are you good? Because I would love to do that to someone. Yeah. And help them grow. Be like, but that's what I mean. Baby, that's not, are you good? That's not, like, a, that's not a whole built in co- confidence. That's a, that's a, that's a girl trying to fix her, that's a fix whole her built issues. On fuck other so, women. I'm going to fuck your man. Cause yeah, I'm hot. And or whatever. It's yeah. That's self, what I mean. It's all with the self. Yeah. Bro. That's what I mean. So like, it's all with the self again, like girl, love yourself, like know your worth. And if that but guy is taken, it's not worth it. But some girls love themselves so much that they're like, yeah, I'm so fucking hot. I can get any man, but that all has to do back to psychology. Probably. Yeah. yeah daddy yeah, issues. You're probably yeah, right. Daddy yeah. issues. So it's just yeah. like, listen, I love a confident bitch. But I would love to talk to a woman that's trying to I love fuck a my bad man. bitch. That's I why would. I say I, I'm a bad bitch and I love a bad bitch. But yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. and if a bad bitch is hoeing around, then it's like, OK, girl, I see you because, I, you thing, know, dude. if I was to be hoeing, you know, well, if not I were wants to a be man, not everyone wants a, a committed relationship. Not everybody wants kids. Correct. Not everybody wants a lot of that shit. But if you're confident, you know, like if you're mentally right, you're a bad bitch. Down you know ass, better yeah. to not mess with somebody else's man. Down you know very damn well that you're not that's that's taboo. She's really about this whole messing you with know? someone's man right now mm-hmm. is someone trying to get with a christian mm-hmm. no <laughs> and if you are honey good luck okay because <laughs> you know oh like let me She's just really tell about you that right now. i was like oh my god is there no, something no, you're no, not no, telling me no, i'm talking about like daddy issues oh, no, yeah, oh i'm sense. sure i'm sure christian's a good looking guy i'm telling you he's a fucking cutie pie but then again you know guys also have to deal he's with a the cheeky issues baby he's my cheeky baby he's but cheeky baby. you know i'm not worried but yeah, what I i'm know. trying to say it's like okay because there i'm just, more of the i'm more of the because we're talking about hoes and hoes have that tendency so i'm just like i don't for know me i for me it's like i i love hoes that's all i can <laughs> say i love hoes and honestly not every hoe vibes with me and some hoes vibe with me some hoes don't <laughs> <laughs> okay segue into another packet that yerba mate gave us yeah um okay so we unboxed everything and let's fucking show you guys what we got okay so Holy the first fuck. thing we got okay so we got this little this little thing it's a um it's a gourd and bombilla be very descriptive for those that are just like listening 
the gourd ceremony. The cebador prepares, cebador, I really hope I pronounced that correctly. Please correct me if I'm wrong. The cebador prepares and serves yerba mate. The gourd is prepared using yerba mate and water, then sipped through the bombilla straw with filter. So la bombilla es el straw con el filter, okay? And um, you put your yerba mate, you put your water, and the bombilla pretty much filters it out. Uh, 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 uh. How did you open? Oh my God, you guys. Uh, okay, so I used to drink a lot of yerba mate tea when I was in high school. Okay, is this what you said? The gourd is prepared by using the yerba mate in water and then sip through the bombilla straw. So basically you put the ground, the ground, um, they kind of have a little picture right here. So basically what you do. I love it when makeup bitches go like this, look. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh no, they have to block the thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay fucking makeup gurus are like yeah so this product right here it's like the fucking um and for shit. those of you listening we're just putting our hand and like right behind the product to like yeah, showcase facts so um, here we go yeah so this is basically what's showing you put the ground stuff and then you add water and then you sip through Hot it water of course porque este este and then, and then you sip through this, this is what <laughs> Vamos. can i borrow your straw now <laughs> I put my mouth on it. I don't care. It's I'm okay. I'm fully vaccinated. I just want to show. Um, it's kind of like a scoopy thing, but it's got some like shark. Um, you know the sh- the the little like things that they have on the side. It you know it kind of shows that in our in our packet in our care packet we got our tea. So we got tea, and it's gonna go in our little thing. This is you guys when you drink this shit. I don't know if okay for me maybe it's that I'm going through it but there's something so beautiful about connecting to nature and drinking this at the same time like this is a type of shit that you want to take when you're on a hike you have your hot tea in the morning if you're camping or anything you you wake up oh there's a signature and you have your hot (gasps) somebody signed it who's b b is it bq oh my god maybe the creator you guys, this is the cutest thing of my life. Okay, so this is our little bomb, our, our, our bombilla and our gourd, gourd. Okay, and then we got our little mugs, and then we got oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. and then we got a little shirt. Look, uh, contains forty milligrams of caffeine per serving. Oh, you put it on. Look how cute. Oh my god! For those of you listening, is a white T-shirt with um, a cute logo, and it displays the continent of Africa, right? If I'm no South America. Oh shit! South America. South America. Pendeja. Ay, mi chula. Ya no sé. Y fuera. Y fuera. Okay, now as a ceremonial thing. So to continue. End our session here. Tita is very popular uh, for uh, doing a few things here and there. Some hoeing, I don't know. That's why no, maybe she's not hoeing. Because I get, I get cold. Oh, she gets dry. Cold, cold babosa, not dry. <laughs> Sometimes I have dry coochie energy when, when men are come at, coming at me a fucking certain way. Like, see, sí, mamacita. 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 It's like, uy, que vergos. Oh, uh, no. But <laughs> she, I'm like, uh, no. She would like to shotgun. 
I'm going to show you. Okay, so for the people that know me, they know that I love shotgunning shit. She does. So I'm going to shotgun this. Not just drinks. I have a video of me shotgunning this yerba mate with my grandma. And then I have a mul- like a multiple videos of me shotgunning yerba mates at work. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, let's do it. Also, um, you guys, I started my succulent arrangement <gasps> business. Oh my God, before we do this. Yeah, Michelle, <laughs> please explain. Michelle, please, please, please. Oh, actually, sh- give me that one because I really like that one. That one is already sold. But um, I love doing succulent arrangement, guys. And I actually started my own page. And I love to do terrariums. I love working with succulents. I think they're just like so... She likes to suck. Suck. <laughs> I mean, that's just a side side um, side fact. Um And I love beautiful terrains like this. And this is... Um, yeah, so follow my page on Instagram. I, yeah, I launched my own business, guys. She launched her own business. That. I'm so fucking proud of her. I have my business that's coming in the work too. And can't wait to talk share about it with women you guys. entrepreneurs. Women entrepreneurs. We're so excited. We, the podcast was one of the things on the checklist. Her succulent business, it's already on the checklist. Yep. Um, and we're growing, thriving, and we fucking love you all. We just cannot wait to be sharing our life with you pretty much yes okay but yeah so, shotgun it okay oh my god do you want to get a video of me do you want to get a, mi- a video yeah of me for sure okay. okay okay you so gotta I- do it quick because that thing is i think okay so the problem here is that oh well i'll shotgun it like this because i have my nail so what you want to do if you don't know how to shotgun you have to open up a hole You have to open up a hole, and then because I'm going to open it like this, which is not ideal, but I'm doing it because because I don't have nails. So, here we go. Salud. Pura vida mai. Thank you very much for the yerba. We love you, and thank you, everybody, for watching and staying tuned. Thank you for sponsoring this um, episode. Here we go. wow that was fucking tasty (laughs) i love shotgunning these things because when i was at work i would literally need to do it really fast to drink my yerba and secondly when you shotgun a yerba mate (laughs) your calf dude bro the fucking te pega Mm -hmm. the energy te pega so anyways guys uh that's me doing my thing thanks bitch (laughs) Yes, guys, thank you so much. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Please, you know, um, this just goes to show, um, you know, a little bit of support your local artists. Business, artists, you guys, please, 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 please. If you haven't yet followed Michelle on Instagram, we'll link the fucking Instagram down below. Yep. Um, Support local, locally owned. Thank you so much for sending this out to us. Yeah. Yes, we're fucking so excited. We love Yerba's. Um, I just uh, can't believe we are here. It's our first like uh, sponsorship, sponsorship, right? So we, which means we're making it. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing this, guys. We're doing this. We're doing it. Slowly but surely. Slowly but surely we're doing this. I'm beyond obsessed. Beyond, beyond, 
obsessed and grateful for this. So thank you so much. Thank you. Shout out to our prima. Love you so much. Thank you. And then this. This is lit. Lit as fuck. A1, you have no idea. I'm so excited. Thank you, Guayaki. We love you. Thank you so much. Um, and stay tuned for next week's episode. We're going to talk about uh, having a mental breakdown. And I laugh about it because... <laughs> nervous laugh <laughs> what else can we do about it i had this conversation with my coworker yesterday and i was like yeah you know what fuck it we just need to live our day-to-day and be happy so yesterday after work i had a mental breakdown tell me why my coworker starts fucking choking of how funny she like how hard she was laughing she was, <laughs> she was going crazy She's like, I can imagine. How can you say you, you know, live your life being happy every day? And then you're like, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Yesterday. I had a mental breakdown. <laughs> Listen about that. Um, so anyways. But yeah. anyways, thank you so much for uh, being here. We really appreciate it. Yeah, and we do. We love you guys. Cheers, Michelle. Mwah. Um, yes, me All right. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> this is what she meant to do. We always get it wrong. Uh, uh, uh.